Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Well, hello there. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. We are so happy you're here. Hopefully you're watching our beautiful faces over on YouTube. If not, we are over on YouTube, but maybe you're listening to us in your beautiful eardrums and that's great. And we are so happy you're a part of this conversation. Today, we're going to talk about if your will matches your want or does your will match your want. And so it's one of the things that I often ask myself when I'm going to pursue something, when I'm going to take on something new, when I'm going to even think about going down that path, it's does do me does me wanting it is that enough or is my will and my ability to persevere through it and be resilient into that is that part of it like and and it plays a factor in every decision that i make and so today we want to break down the difference between you know will and want and we can do that right off the bat here and then kind of talk through why it's important why is it something that you should consider with every decision that you make because i believe truly you should consider this with every decision that you make. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just read off this paper right here to talk about the want so that I don't get it wrong. So a want is your desire and your goal. Your desire is your goals. They're the things that you want to achieve or acquire. And those might be things like a successful career, a healthy lifestyle, fulfilling relationships, or personal growth. It's the things that you want. It's the things that are your wish list. It's the things that you put down on your new year's resolutions and you think, gee, that'd be nice. Yep. Yep. And then your will is, it really refers to what I was already talking about. Your determination, resolve and commitment to pursuing and achieving your wants. It's the inner strength and motivation that drive you to take action and overcome obstacles. And so we all know this, right? Like we all know that when we're going to pursue something, when we say we want it, like you said, Meg, it's your wish list. It's the things that you think you want, but then you have to look at what does it take to actually achieve that? And am I willing to do the work? And am I willing to push through even when it's hard, even when it's difficult, even when I'm scared? In the face of fear, am I able to continue to push through? And that's your will. It goes well beyond just wanting it or thinking, well, that'd be nice or I'd want to be there. The reason it's so important is because in this world, we compare to everyone else, even though we know we're not supposed to. And we think, man, I want what that person has. And I do it all the time. So I know it's a conscious thing that we all struggle with internally. I'm like, I really want what that person has, or I wish I could be there. I wish our podcast could have millions of downloads, or I wish we could have this impact, or I wish we could have this dollar amount in my bank account. And then I think, right, but what is the cost of that? And am I willing to put in the work and effort and energy to make that happen And am I willing to peel back on some of my values and things in order to make that happen? And a lot of times, y'all, the answer is no. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to pay the price. And I love the analogy. I've probably talked on it here before because it's one of my favorite analogies that I've heard uh, from Patrick Bet David. He said at the vault conference when we were there, 
He said, every single thing in life, it's like you're looking at a menu. And so you're like, man, that looks nice. Or man, that food looks good. Or man, that experience looks great. But then you go to the right side of the column and you see how much is that going to cost. It's going to cost you this many hours. It's going to cost you this much time away from your family. It's going to cost you this much energy. You're going to be depleted on this many number of days. There's always a cost to the things that you want. And so really juggling and, and balancing that and saying, is that something that I'm willing to pursue just because I might kind of want it one day? And Meg knows this for me personally, that I always want to, my natural inclination is to jump headfirst into something and say, I'm going to fully commit to this 110%. And a lot of times you have to remind me, like, is that something you really, you're really willing to do though? Like, yes, you want that, but are you really willing to do that? And, and it's not a negative toward you for asking the question. It's something that has programmed me to always ask that question to myself because it's so important because are you really going to continue to push through when the going gets tough? Right. It's also a really good way once you're involved in something to kind of check in on yourself. So it's also, maybe you, maybe you did decide that you went all in, but maybe now you're a year into that thing and you're like, man, this isn't working. And then you can evaluate. You can use the same thing to evaluate what's really going on. Yes, I wanted to be skinny. That's the want. But I want my fast food more. I want ice cream more. Okay, well then your will and your want and your wants are not matching because it, you have to do the work. You have to, to do what it's going to take. And when you don't, that's that's fine. Maybe that's a decision for you, but it's not going to match up. I mean, for me personally, I can say a thousand times that I want to be, you know, ripped and I want to have a six pack and I want to have all these things. But if my eating habits don't support that, then I'm not going to get there. It's just a wish. And, you know, at some point you have to do that with everything. That's just an easy example because I have a fast food habit and, uh, I love, I love me some eating out and, you know, I don't have a body that looks like I don't, I look like I have a body that looks like I do eat out. It's, I do not have a six pack because I'm not putting in the work. I'm not working out the way I should. I'm not weight lifting weights and all those things. But you can apply this anywhere. You can always go back and say, okay, well, this is what I said I wanted, but am I actually doing the things that will get me there? And if not, then that's, a, that's an issue with the will. That's an issue with where I'm at and my will section. Yeah, it gets so sick of hearing it out in the world of being like, well, you just need to want it more. You just don't want it enough. Like you just, you have to continue to pursue and continue to want it. And it's like, yeah, but then you forget about the will and the, what it takes to get there. Like it's just, we're selling some crazy dreams and it's like, it's awesome to dream y'all. I'm not trying to discount like the need to dream and the need to kind of look forward and, and do those things. But also you can't go into it blindly. Like one of the things that I've talked about for a long time that I'd like to do someday is write a book. Well, there's been a couple times where we've started and tried to do that. And we've tried to even do it together, Meg, and we've tried to do it individually. And you know what? My will didn't match my want. Because at the end of the day, I was like, do I really want to commit the time to do this? Am I willing to push through when I can't think of ideas? Am I willing to see it through to fruition, to the end game? If it's super successful, am I willing to do all that comes to making it successful? Do I have the time and energy to make that happen right now? No which is why I haven't done it. But there's so many things that we say, well, we want, but do you really want them is the question because there is a cost associated with it. It all comes back to getting clear and having clarity 
and commitment to what you're actually doing. And that all comes back to your why. Like, what is the reason behind it? And a lot of times that gets used so much. It gets thrown out there. We got to find your why. You got to find your why. But what does that really mean? It's like, it is your reason for being on this earth. It's your reason for getting up in the morning. It's the reason for pursuing every single thing that you have. If you don't have the strong conviction of knowing what your why is, or your why is too small, or your why is not really what you really want your why to be, what do you think the likelihood is of you seeing that into fruition? It's not good. It's not likely because your why isn't strong enough. And I've had that struggle multiple times in my life where I think I found my why. But then I keep butting my head up against it and hitting walls left and right because it's not really my why or it's not strong enough to really make me want to do that. The carrot hanging out in front of me is not leading me along enough because I'm still dragging my feet. Well, if my why was strong enough, then why am I not doing that? Right. And I think that sometimes we don't go deep enough in our questioning for our why. So we might say that this is my why, but if you don't peel that back and ask it again and again and again until you get to the very, very bottom, the very, very root, then your then you're, why won't stick. So if you have the why, then say, well, why that? And then why that again? And then why that again? And you might need to do that five times to discover the actual why. Because saying that your why is, you know, to be there for my family might not be strong enough because you might need to know, well, why do I want to be there for my family? Well, why this? Well, why that? Keep, ask, keep asking until you get to the bottom because that is where the deepest, truest why is. Right. And with that why, you have to understand that you're going to have to overcome challenges. So I put down, are you willing to fail, fall, and then keep going? Because life will teach you very quickly that you will fail, fall, and need to decide whether you're going to keep going or not, or whether you're going to turn tail and go back to your comfort, or whether you're just not going to pursue that thing anymore at all, and you understand and reason with the fact that it's not for you, and you're able to move on, which I think all of those are possible, and all of those are true. There's plenty of times where just because we think it was at a time doesn't mean we have to keep with it forever. But you have to be willing to know that there's going to be mountains, that there's going to be challenges. And I think at the, at the initial takeoff of it, I always think when I'm talking about this topic of like New Year's resolutions, because on you know New Year's Eve, you're like, man, I'm going to get fit. I'm going to run a marathon this year, or I'm going to you know, take my business to you know, a million figures or whatever. Like whatever you say, you say it with no thought behind it. You're like, well, it's a, it's the day today. I need to do this. And you don't really think about all the things that are going to come in your way. I'm not saying you should discourage yourself with the fact that those are going to happen, but I do think you need to be clear on the fact that they will. And what are you going to do in the face of that adversity? Because it's real easy to say the words, but then when you start to get kicked and when you start to have those challenges and when you start to fall down and when you start to fail, is there enough there to make you push through it? Does your will match your want? And that's exactly what we're talking about here. Because it's going to take consistency. It's going to take effort, continued effort to make it happen. And you might be like, well, this is a small thing. It's not even going to be a big thing. That's fine. But it's still going to take consistency and effort to get there. And are you willing to put in the work to make that happen? Right. And so often we talk about like, just we need to be determined and we need to just, you know, power through. And I think that if we're talking about consistency and effort, we almost have to talk about habits because there are going to be so many times when you're 
willpower is not going to be enough. You have to get better than that. You have to do more than that. You just can't will yourself through every step of the way. Sometimes it, it, it falls back and there is no determination and willpower for that day, for that moment. And you have to rely on a, on a habit. You have to rely on the fact that this is what you do and that's how you do it. And so you have to be willing to, when you've established a want and you know that you're going to go through with it, what are the habits that are going to get me there? Because you can't just think, oh, well, I'm going to just be strong enough to do this. I'm just going to get it done. Because there's so many times when I'm like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I said I wanted to do it, but I don't want to. And what happens in those moments? Well, mm-hmm. you have to fall back to something. And that only thing to fall back on is those already established habits. So get those in early. Once you know what you're about to set out to do, start establishing the habit now so that by the time you're 30 days in and 60 days in and you're like, Ugh, I don't want to do this anymore. Guess what? Your regular routine kicks in and powers you through those moments and gets you back on track for the next burst of energy that you have where you do feel like you want to do it again. Yeah, well, it's just like when you were saying that, it's like we have, we're all at nature of habits and a lot of us are not the nature of our bad habits. And so we revert back into those habits and we think, well, we don't need habits because we're going to just do this thing. And it's like, well, no, you need habits. And whether you consciously know it or not, you're working off a, a pattern of habits that you've been working off for a long time, whether good or bad. And it's funny as you were saying that because I'm like, well, wait though, Meg, because like I, I thought we lived in a world of instant gratification. I thought we lived in a world world where, you know, we expect things now, 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 and we always need them now. But if I have to set habits in place and do those things, man, that seems really hard. That I don't know if I really want to do that because I want to like get to the mountaintop today. I want to have those things now. And so I don't really know if I need to do that. And that's exactly what we're talking about, y'all. If you're thinking that, perfect. Because yes, that is what it takes. It's going to take the habits. It's going to take the things that you do to delay the gratification of what you need right? For a later time, you know that if you're committing to something, if you're saying this is your why, if you're saying this is something that you want and that you're willing to do the work for, then you're going to have to be willing to delay the gratification on that thing and not have what the world teaches us, which is instant gratification, which is overnight success, which is all the things that don't actually exist. Because when you unpack that and talk to those people and go there and have those conversations, you'll find that there isn't anyone who did that. They all had to put habits in place. They all had to do things and put them in place. And you're looking at them on year 10 and and they started this journey 10 years ago. Like they're not, they didn't just start. But a lot of times they, even the people teaching it won't teach you that. They'll say, well, you just have to do what I'm doing now. Well, no, that doesn't work. And we've tried it enough personally and individually to know that it works for a time, but it doesn't work forever. And you have to be willing to say, well, I'm investing the time now to get the gratification later. I and there's and 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 with that though, I got to be real careful to say there's no guarantee that you will get that gratification later. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it isn't going to work out the way you are, but you have to be open to the flow of life and know that maybe that's not where what how it worked out it didn't work out exactly how you thought, but you're still better for it because you showed yourself that you could push through and go down the path even in the face of uncertainty and even with the idea that you might have to delay some of that happiness for a moment. Yeah, that's a really good point. Another thing that I wanted to touch on because it's just so important is the setting of priorities. You mentioned New Year's resolutions, which I think is a great place to start because on New Year's resolution, you know, on New Year's Eve, we set these New Year's resolutions and we're like, yes, 
this is one of 5,000 things that I'm about to do for 2024. Like, <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to get fit and I'm going to write the book and I'm going to start seven companies and I'm going to, you know, keep my grass grown, grown all year long and I'm going to be the best dress husband and, and I'm, I'm going to be the best wife, right. wife and I'm going to be the best parent and I'm going to do, really? <laughs> right. And it's like, you have all these like really great dreams and, amb and ambitions, but there's nothing really behind them. And then there's no number one spot. So, what becomes the priority then? If you don't know, that's a problem for you. You might have three things that you want to accomplish in 2024. That's great. I think you should have a few things, but they're not going to be able to be worked on at the same exact time in the same exact moment with the same exact intensity mm -hmm. because something's got to give, right? You can't, you can't be three people. You're one person. You can't do everything in the same moment. You have two hands. You have a limited amount of resources, a limited amount of you, a limited amount of time and dedication that you can have on this because you do have a life outside of whatever this thing is. Right. And it's not going to be possible for you to go all in on all the things all at the same time. So it becomes a conversation with yourself. What is the most important for me right now? What is my number one priority? Because I'm not interested in having 10 priorities of which I do nothing for any of them. It's much more interesting to set one or two have one that's my main goal and work hard as I can till I accomplish that and then set out for the next. Mm -hmm. I'd rather make a difference, make a dent and, and do something than just blindly say I'm going to do all these things and never make a real footprint, never make a real difference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you said it perfectly. And I think it's funny too because you said, yeah, I don't even know if you were aware of it, but you said like in 2024, I need to do this. And, and I just... I'm not picking on you, but I just want to say that like a lot of people think that way. Well, it's going to, we're going to turn the calendar to 2024. Like we're in October of 2023 y'all. Like what, what are we talking about 2024 for? We don't need to talk about 2024 yeah. yet because I do it too. And I only reason I'm calling it is because I do it too. I'm like, well, next year I'll be better. Next year I'll do this. Mm -hmm. Next year I'll do that. Y'all, it's a manufactured date. Like we're just like, well, we need to do it because it, it, the date is changing on the calendar. Like it's going to make any difference well, yeah. in 2024 from 2023. You can do it today. My point is you can do this today. You can start assessing every single decision you make today rather than waiting till 2024. I get you were just yeah, using yeah. that as an example. I'm not, I'm not trying to pick on you there. But the, the main point, if you take nothing else from this episode, is... It's not merely enough. It's not enough to just merely want something. It's not enough to say, well, I'd like to have that. It takes structure. It takes perseverance. It takes habits. It takes a willingness and a willpower to push through even when you fail, even when you fall, even when you say, uh, people say you're stupid, even when you're afraid, even when things are just not going at all according to plan, or you have a thousand things that come up that you didn't plan for at all. You have to still be willing to push through. And it's not enough to just be like, I want it. Cool. I want a bunch of things. I'm not going to have a lot of them. And it takes, it takes responsibility to myself and realism to the fact that there are a lot of things I'm not going to have and that's okay because the handful of things that are my why that I am willing to work for, that I am willing to work toward and willing to invest in and set the habits for and everything else are going to pay dividends beyond what I would have done had I just tried to pursue every little carrot that's held out in front of me at any given time. You have to invest in the things that are most important to you and understand that just because someone else has it doesn't mean you should. 
just because it looks nice that someone else has it doesn't mean you should want it. These aren't things we're told very often, y'all. And I hope it's ruffling some feathers because let me tell you, just because someone else has it doesn't mean you need it. It doesn't mean that your life is meant to be that way and that you're not going to struggle and that it's going to just be cake the whole time. That's not the way life is. It's just not. I think that's a great place to leave it since Meg's sitting there blank. <laughs> I thought uh, you were wrapping us up. I didn't think I was going to be, uh, no, I didn't no, think I was going to be good. expected to speak I think, again. I think that's a great place to stop. I, uh, I, a lot of times put my, I, I talk too much. If you guys haven't noticed, uh, if you need us, just reach out to us at growth reframed. Love y'all so much. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you, so shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all. <laughs>